millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Introduce you guys to my new man that I've been talking about. I'm seeing all your comments saying he's a fake boyfriend. <laughs> about the news today like we always do uh, a lot of weird headlines today but of course the biggest one is roe versus wade being overturned my independent journalist friend steve baker is on the scene of a protest as we speak so uh we're gonna ch- jump in with him and take a look at what's going on uh let me know if you guys can hear me okay i can see that you guys are tuning in okay so uh, before we get into it, I can't wait to show you guys this protest crowd. A lot of people out there protesting. Um, Rob and I have actually never talked about abortion, so hopefully we agree. Um, otherwise, we're breaking up. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get into uh, giving you guys a live look at Steve's um, view of the protest... Um, and we're going to hear what they're chanting out there. I got to shout at the sponsor of my coverage. So now is the time to get prepared for a food shortage with an emergency food kit. Um, four week food supply, 2000 calories a day. My link prepare with is going to give you a discount of $150 off your emergency food kit. The link down below prepare with all right, with that being said, let's bring on Steve Baker. Hey! Hey, thanks so much for joining my show again, Steve. Uh, Absolutely. You're joining us from where? Raleigh, North Carolina, downtown just outside of the uh, Capitol area here. The Capitol building just off to my left here. And as you can see, the march is happening behind me at this moment. So, uh, what are, what are we seeing? I, I'm hearing people chant and seeing signs. What are they saying? Uh, I mean, they've been chanting everything from my ur- my uterus, my body to uh, we're not going back. And I actually can't even hear what they're saying right now <laughs> because of these. But I know I know they're chanting. So it's all anti. It's all it's all pro-abortion people. No, yeah this, is, this, yeah, this particular protest was organized by both local Planned Parenthood and several pro-choice um, pro-abortion groups, including some of the local socialist organizations are mixed in the crowd as well. Any violence or is it all peaceful? No, I, I just talked to the Capitol Police uh, just a few minutes ago, and they said that they had no intel about any coming, uh, you know, evening of rage or night of rage, as has been uh, promised by the, um, you know, Jane's, uh, I keep wanting to say Jane's addiction, but it's not Jane's addiction. It's Jane's revenge, but um, Jane's addiction being a band. But these guys are uh, mostly, uh, they're peaceful right now. There's been no uh, uh, sign of any violence whatsoever. They're out doing and uh, acting on their, you know, their First Amendment right to protest and to bring their grievance to the government. And the state house is right here. Although in this particular situation, North Carolina is not really affected by this um, uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court at all. We we have a very entrenched uh, uh, Democratic governor here who would veto anything that came from the state house in order uh, to uh, mess with any abortion restrictions here in North Carolina at all. 
So these guys are are obviously protesting based on the national issue and not as it affects North Carolina itself. Oh, wow. Or perhaps yeah. they're misinformed. I've heard some crazy ideas online. Uh, a lot of people don't realize what just happened, and they're jumping to conclusions. So. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't understand. They, they think because it's what, the, it's what the mainstream media keeps telling everyone is that uh, abortion, abortion is now illegal. And, of course, that's not what happened. The only thing the Supreme Court did is, as you and I know, and probably our audiences, your audience, my audience know, is that it was just sent back to the states. Uh, and that was because that was because uh, when Roe v. Wade was uh, signed into law or passed into law by the Supreme Court back in the early 70s, they, they basically created a quote-unquote right out of thin air. It was not an enumerated right. It was not a right listed in the Constitution. It was not a right listed in the Bill of Rights. But what they did was is they said that you now have this right to abortion uh, that didn't exist in the Constitution. So the only thing that this court has done is said, no, what you did was inappropriate. It wasn't constitutional. But this is something, in fact, that the states have a right to decide uh, individually uh, and and that's all that's happened here. So I'm sure that there's a quite a, quite a number of people here that are uninformed, and then there will be uh, a, a few sprinkled in there that probably know the reality of what's taking place. Well, it's a pretty huge crowd. The crowd's finally thinning out behind you, but they kept. Yeah, it, it's it's been it's been uh, much larger. There, there's well over. I mean, I, I would say at this point a couple thousand people, but uh, they they're they're working their way. I think they're going to march by the. Uh, uh, Looking by the direction they're going, it looks like they're headed over to the governor's mansion, which they don't really need to protest him because he's one of them. Uh, so that's a bit of a waste of a march there. Uh, I would think that they need to be probably protesting around all the big churches here in downtown uh, uh, Raleigh. But uh, that's not the direction they're headed at the time. Interesting. Well, thanks so much, Steve, for giving us a look. How can uh, my viewers follow your work? Yeah, uh, obviously the Pragmatic Constitutionalist is all over uh, Facebook and MeWe and Gab and Parler. Uh, our our primary home, though, is our locals community, which is the PragmaticConstitutionalist.locals.com. And that's where we want people to come and, and visit us and sign up and subscribe. They can subscribe for free, but if they, they want to, they can also support us there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Steve. Have a good one. Stay safe. Thank, thanks, Ivory. Appreciate it. All right. Ah, love Steve Baker. He's doing great work on uncovering what really went down with January 6th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Insurrection. Exactly. Yeah. He's um, he, <clears throat> He's been uncovering, he's been showing some inconvenient video, and then the FBI came after him, threatening to arrest him for doing journalism. And so I put that on blast, and I exposed the FBI and the DOJ's creepy emails they were sending to his lawyers. And then, uh, and then uh, they backed down. He hasn't been arrested. So that's good. Protecting the first amendment. One independent journalist at a time. (laughs) So anyway, um, Roe versus Wade, you guys, Uh, it's interesting that North Carolina, uh, well, that's actually, it's a purple state. North Carolina is a purple state. But like he said, there's um, a governor in place who's going to protect abortions, make sure that abortions can happen. And so yet there's that big of a crowd protesting. So here's the deal, guys. Abortion is still legal in a lot of states. 
abortion, uh, the, the right to an abortion was struck down, but it's still legal. It's back to the states, like he said. And 13 states already have trigger laws in place, including here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Last year, Texas passed a trigger law, uh, meaning that if Roe v. Wade was overturned, then it would be illegal to have abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. So that's now kicked into place today. And the um, uh, leadership of Texas has declared that abortions are now illegal here. What do you think of that? I mean, just, you know, off Steve's video here in the background, I saw somebody pushing a stroller with a pro-choice march. Pro-choice. Yeah. That was kind of ironic to see them just walking there with the stroller. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of these people, probably the way they dress and act, carry themselves, are not going to have to worry about, you know, the possibility of procreation or finding that special somebody. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, you know, it's like he was saying, it's just the ignorance of what the overturn actually means. If it is going back to the States, not saying that, you know, it's just going to be completely you know, done away with. Hey, should we run for office in 2024? Mm. Thanks for the comments, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> here's the deal, guys. Roe versus Wade. I, I, um, I never paid a lot of attention to Roe versus Wade. And um, do you know who Roe is and who Wade is? I'm sure I've learned this at some point. <laughs> I just had to look it up today because I didn't even know. So Roe was the fake name of the lady who originally sued to get an abortion. It happened back in Texas in the early 70s. I think it was 1971 that she first went in. She was pregnant at the time, single. She didn't want to have this baby. And she goes, I guess it was Dallas County. She wanted to try to have an abortion. And she, you know, it was against the law in Texas. Mm -hmm. And so she got with this doctor who had already performed a couple of abortion and was being prosecuted for it. So they got a group together, filed a class action lawsuit saying we all want to be able to have abortions. And it took a while in the court system. By, By 1973, Supreme Court ruled that they did have an they did have individuals had a right to have an abortion. Supreme court decided that it was a violation of your ninth amendment and 14th amendment rights to have, uh, you know, to ban someone from having an abortion would be a violation of your ninth amendment and, and 14th amendment rights. And Wade was the prosecutor that they were going against. Uh, Henry Wade, I guess his name was. So, I brushed up on all of this today. Um, okay, so Rob, uh, I'm dating you, but I don't even know if you're pro or anti-abortion. Uh-oh. Uh, Here's the truth bomb. Pro- what are your thoughts on a, uh, on abortion? I'm pro-life. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do know. You know, every once in a while, you get those, you know, gray areas. You know, that criminal cases may result in pregnancies, rape. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great area there. But I mean, again, I think it goes back to individuals just, Hey, you know, spend, you know, your, 
back. It's not hard earned dollars, your government stimulus checks on, you know, certain sorts of uh, contraceptives. And I mean, you know, a lot of these people out here protesting and everything, they can bury their time into maybe finding jobs to pay for these contraceptives instead of screaming at the top of their lungs for something they don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, you mean like birth <clears throat> control? Uh, I mean, birth control in a sense on responsibility of both parties. Mm. I mean, not necessarily birth control, because I do know birth control can have really, really bad long-term effects. Birth control is actually free in America ever since Obama. Obama, with Obamacare, he established free birth control for all. So it's, uh, yeah, so these people, you know, if they don't want to get pregnant, they could get on birth control, I guess. What are your thoughts on that, you guys? Are you pro or anti-birth control? I think birth control is, the more I've studied it, the more I realize it's really bad for your health. And there's, the longer you're on it, there's more of an almost certainty you're going to develop cancer at some point uh, with birth control. So it's really bad. Okay, now my thoughts on, on abortion. Okay, so let me take you guys through my thought process with abortion because I did not, think a lot about it for most of my life. And when I thought briefly of it years ago, I was like, well, I guess it would be fine because, you know, it's like a baby inside of you and it's a, it's basically a part of you and it can't say yes or no, whether it wants to be there. So I guess, the mom just has to make the decision or yes or no. You know, that was me thinking like lightly of it, not thinking a lot about it. And um, so I would say I more tended towards being pro-abortion years ago. And then as the years progressed, these thoughts just popped into my head of like, you know, that you know, just because the baby can't say it wants to live doesn't mean you should, you have the right to kill it, you know, because when it's born, it also can't say it wants to live and you know not to kill it then. And so, and, and also it clicked, you know, women saying my body, my choice. There was this cartoon of a woman protesting, chanting my body, my choice. And then it zooms into her womb and the baby is inside chanting with her. Yeah, my body, my choice, the little baby. And then it dawns on you that the baby also has a body and a choice. So when you're thinking, a woman's thinking about her body, she's forgetting the baby's body. And so then it was all like, yeah, that, that, that's actually a whole human there who has rights as well, you know. And so maybe we should not just say that it's cool to kill a baby in a womb. And so, you know, and then I was like, wow, you know. And so I was just thinking through all this organically because I like to think for myself, you know. I like to go through the whole process. Nobody tells me what to think. And so I went through that whole thought process myself over time and then i realized yeah that's that's a whole separate human like when you become pregnant you just created a whole separate human with a whole set of its own human rights 
And so then it was like, oh, wow. So that baby's body, that baby's choice, the baby has a body and gets to decide and whether it wants to live or die. You don't get to decide whether it wants to live or die. And, and so then I was like, wow. So then you have to take sex a lot more seriously because you could get pregnant. And that's the other thing, like these, these women protesting saying, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're, you're violating my rights. Like you knew when you were going to have sex, that sex can lead to pregnancy. And so you have to take responsibility for the fact that you wanted to have sex. Mm -hmm. And so it goes back to personal responsibility. And so I think these women protesting like this today are giving away their power. Um, and you, you have to take responsibility for yourself and realize that if I do this, there will, you know, something might come from it. So you have to, you know, you just have to be aware of what sex can lead to. And that was my, that was my whole evolution in regards to the topic of abortion. And we've we've never talked about this before. Okay, guys, I want to show you what MSNBC has been talking about. Um, So get get this. You may or may not be surprised. MSNBC today, I was just watching on my TV, I recorded it. They are promising that the rage will not go away. I am going back and forth through sadness to rage because I know what's going to happen to people in this country. And what I will say is that rage will not go away. I see it building among women all day long. They will be in the streets. They will be voting. It will not go away. It will not go away. (laughs) It will not go away. I'm glad we can finally define what a woman is now. (laughs) Well, let me just say, um, if that rage boils over into an insurrection, those MSNBC ladies might have to go to court. <laughs> they, we might have to have a, uh, a special committee in Congress to, to hear. I mean, probably try not, these uh, people. They're, you know, batting for the other team. So they're I mean, right off the bat. They're you know, untouchable when it comes to any kind of, uh, you know, urging of insurrections, so to speak. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, you know, speaking of like some of the ignorance in, in regards to what just went down today and look guys, I was ignorant too. Like I, I wasn't, I've never paid a ton of attention to Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, did we just ban abortion? No, abortion is still legal in America. Get this. So, so Washington state is actually preparing for an influx of abortions. You guys, I'm not even kidding. Uh, Obviously, Washington. You guys know Washington's politics. Washington State is is going to stay pro-abortion, and so they are expecting people from all of the red states to flood into Washington and Seattle to start having abortions. Um, it says, uh, "Get this." Washington's governor Jay Inslee, along with the California Oregon governors, committed to defending access to reproductive health. Uh, King County officials, that's where Seattle is, they are seeking to bolster abortion care in Washington with $1 million in emergency funds, anticipating an influx in out-of-state abortion patients. They're dedicating an extra million dollars today to help 
out-of-staters have abortions now. And I love how this this uh, headline, they're, they're basically helping people protest. You know, where... Where, abo- where abortion protests are planned in Seattle and Washington. They have, they have it all listed here so that you can easily go join up um, and protest. I'm just say- saying now, when, when people were seeing evidence of a screwy, strange little election that went down in 2020, mm-hmm. and they were organizing protests for that, did the newspaper create a nice list of where we could protest to... Stop the um, steal. I don't think uh, I don't think that they created a list of where to protest to stop that. Yet they're creating a helpful list to help people protest uh, pro-life decision. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, when it fits your agenda, you can kind of manipulate it to however you want. Especially when you again, you know, you're not going to have anybody coming after you for saying. I guess what the snowflake side of the world wants to hear. But my thing is if you can, you know, essentially flee to these States to get your abortion, maybe throw a clause in there. Do you have to be a resident of that state? And then, you know, wouldn't have, I mean, for example, all the Californians moving to Texas, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because we're crushing it here, you know, as far as, Pretty much everything goes. And next thing you know, we have all these people coming in from California and, you know, putting us at a borderline blue state. So why don't you just, you know, make it a requirement. You've got to, you've got to have a house of, you know, a residency in whatever state allows the abortion. And then, you know, kind of reap what you sow. Rob is hmm. concerned that his state might turn blue. Uh Uh-oh. Eventually, but it doesn't look like that. I know we just got a good uh, kick in there on the red team. At the, uh, Rob's a classic red-blooded red stater. Red stater. We're in Texas, y'all. Okay, I was going to show you guys the liberals of TikTok sounding off. Take a look. All the human rights are going to start falling down. <laughs> All right, LGBTQ plus community, we're next on the chopping block. And birth control. And possibly interracial marriage. So pretty much we're going... The only thing that's going to have rights in this country is white men and guns. This is about the woman who tried to have a baby so bad and ended up having a miscarriage who now has to go stand on trial. If we don't stand up now and do something about this, The Handmaid's Tale is going to be more than just a show. And... I am sick. I, how do I look at my daughters and tell them that they're growing up in an amazing place when they're not? So she just, there's a lot of misinformation going around on the internet. She just said it's about some chick who had an abort, or she had a miscarriage. Right. As if miscarriages are illegal now. Now, miscarriage, you can't control if, you're, if your baby decides to leave you in a miscarriage. So she just spread that mis- misinformation, but yeah, they're, they're going crazy. And back to what I was saying, I don't think you have to worry about procreating too often. Uh, it's not something that's directly going to affect, you know, 
this first individual and the second one, obviously she has daughters, but it's just ignorant to what you know this overturn means. Uh, also, you know, you're afraid your daughters, what you say is are going to grow up in a place that is not great. Yeah. I mean, that started two years ago. So it's not just the overturn of this bill that's making America not great again. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty tough times in America right now. Yeah. Uh, my money has been shrinking. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah, it's it's not looking good. Um, so I wanted to show, you know, and of course, of course, the the conservatives are like cheering and celebrating big time. And actually, I've been seeing really balanced news <clears throat> coverage from the mainstream media on this. Reuters had a whole segment of just the pro life side, um, and um, they had an interview with this lady who used to perform abortions and take out all the body parts of, of the dead baby that they pulled out in the abortion and, and, you know, make sure that they have the whole baby out, all, all the pieces of it, including, including the little arm. And then one day her son came up with his little arm flexing, saying his arms getting as big as his brother's. And it clicked with her that, Oh my gosh, my son's arm reminds me of the little, dead baby arms that I pull out. And then she was like, what am I doing? And it just clicked with her one day. And then she, she became pro-life. Um, by the way, the word is that the, the pro, so Ms. Rowe, Ms. Rowe, let me, let me show you. Let me see if I still have this. Uh, I, well, this is, this is the Rowe lady. Jane Rowe was actually her alias name. She was obviously, she, she was the instigator for legalizing abortion or saying you have a constitutional right. And she, she died at 69. There she is in her old age. Um, so she actually, this is her when she was young, I guess. Um, the word is that she actually became, in the 90s, she became pro-life and became really outspoken pro-life after, you know, being the person who made abortion all right. And then, but on her deathbed, the news reports that on her deathbed, she admitted she only became pro-life because someone paid her to, hmm. it paid her to start speaking out. And by the way, that baby that she was trying to abort when she first filed this lawsuit, the litigation took so long that the baby was born and it was like two and a half years old by the time she had a right to abort it. Which by that time she had given the baby up to someone else for adoption. Um, so interesting times. Um, but I actually looked at a Gallup poll to see how many people believe in abortion or, you know, think it should be illegal. And most people actually think that abortion should be legal. Well, actually, yeah, let me, okay. So, it's gone at, at its peak. It was 61% of people who said it should be legal only under certain circumstances. It's actually right now at 50% of people who believe it should be legal under certain circumstances. Um, 35% say it should be legal under any circumstances. And, only 13% think it should be illegal under any circumstances. Hmm. That's pretty, 
that's a pretty low number. Only 13% of Americans say ban abortion, period. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, I mean, even the ones that you know totally agree with that, they're probably waiting on these mail-in ballots to arrive to you know make the poll complete. I mean, I didn't take oh. this. I didn't take this poll, so oh. I wonder where they're getting their info from. <laughs> Speaking of ballots, so you guys, um, Rob is the first person who ever told me about Dinesh D'Souza's new documentary. Um, the one that's made a lot of waves in regards to election anomalies. Um, the same documentary that Fox News and Newsmax are banning, creepily. Dinesh has been calling it out. So I had just met Rob, and on our first date, we only talked about like sitcoms and baseball. And we did not Definitely talk baseball. about current events. or what. Definitely baseball. We didn't talk about what we did for a living. <laughs> And next thing I know, Rob is sending me a documentary about election anomalies and surveillance video of piles of freaking ballots. And I was like, oh, um, who is this guy? Uh, he, he doesn't even know that I'm interested in this stuff and I actually talk about it in the news. So it was because of you that I found out about Dinesh D'Souza's film, um, which we tried to go see in the theaters. It was completely sold out everywhere. A lot of people uh, viewed this film. So there's there's actually an update to the whole Dinesh D'Souza film saga. So the... True the Vote people who were featured in his film have actually teamed up with sheriff's offices. Um, they are making sure that law enforcement understands election code and knows how to enforce it. I think that's wonderful. And they're connecting the sheriff's offices with the citizens and making sure the citizens are educated on elections in every county in America. And I think that's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to show you guys um, a little view. You can go to truthevote.com to learn more about this. Um, so Catherine Engelbrecht is the one featured in Dinesh's film. And um, here she's talking with a sheriff. About well, so many voters are just confused about the ever-changing election rules, and they're downright angry about the lack of accountability when those election processes break down. It's a problem we can solve. We will engage voters. We'll help clear up confusion through education. And where necessary, sheriffs can and will investigate if laws are being broken. And that's exactly what we need. All of us, informed and equipped. Citizens ready to vote and sheriffs ready to enforce the law. Look, folks, this is not complicated. These voting laws should be followed. And if they're not, there should be consequences. This is not about Republican or Democrat. This is an issue of the rule of law. So how can you help? Please go to protectamerica.vote to sign up, connect with your local sheriff, and if you're so inclined, donate to show your support. That's awesome. Uh, go to that website uh, because I think True the Vote is doing some really important work right now in America. Um, so yeah, it's because of Rob and actually, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I, I guess Rob, 
agrees with me on on this, some of this current event topics. I, I guess I don't think Rob's a leftist. Mm. <laughs> and then, um, so then, you know, because I was like, dude, I'm not going to talk about political issues and whatnot. So then you um, sent me something about homeschooling randomly. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I was like. Kirk Cameron is doing a uh, <laughs> documentary series over and we, yeah. public schooling. So we didn't know anything about each other. And I was like, oh, uh, he doesn't know that I was homeschooled myself. And I have a huge bias toward homeschooling. And I can't imagine sending my kid to public school. So I was like, oh, wow. Why is this guy, uh, how does this guy know this stuff? <laughs> anyway, so there was this documentary coming out, this film about homeschooling. Like you said, um, he sent me the trailer to it. And I really think that you guys should all watch this too. I know a lot of people in America are really stressed out about what's happening with the indoctrination of your children in schools right now. And you're giving your power away once again. You need to regain your power, even if that even if that takes, you know, taking on extra tasks like homeschooling your kid. But you don't need to feel helpless. You can, you know, take control again and not and not send your kid off to strangers every day. So anyway, I was homeschooled and I came out successful and I am a huge fan of homeschooling. So, guys, check out this this trailer this is what rob sent me literally when we first met we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents i don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach i don't really understand this idea that parents should decide what's being taught give me a break i always viewed homeschooling as somewhat of a cult Quiet, inclusive. The different people. Abnormal in some way. I could never picture myself doing it. Oh, that no. used to be me. Here. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was abnormal. I still am. That was before we had kids. And then we had kids. And all of a sudden, time for school. And is this really what I should be doing? Dropping them off somewhere else. And the teacher said to me, he would not cheat off of you because you are too stupid for him to cheat off of you. My kid is not going to have that experience. We didn't have to be a special needs teacher. We only had to be a, a teacher of our daughter. The kingdom of heaven is qualifying you to speak into your children's life. I'm responsible for what we're putting into their head and into their heart. It changed media everything. silence. I think as a kid, you just want to feel like you're worth it. And homeschooling says you're worth it. The freedom we had was so worth the small sacrifice it was to teach the kids. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
active and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800 lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Now, 12 years later... I realized it wasn't a sacrifice. It was a total gift. You are in control. You get to choose curriculum. You get to choose methodology. It's yours to shape. You are the perfect person to teach them because you've been teaching your child since day one. She made sure I had everything I needed. I love her so much. No one's going to love our children more than we do. The greatest gift that I was given was my own identity. My parents gave me that. Go in with an adventurous spirit. Break the mold. It's really beautiful outside the box. It's such a great adventure. Isn't homeschooling like public school at home? Ah, not even close. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I actually, I missed the premiere of that, but I still need to watch it. But yeah, I already know all about homeschooling because I did it myself. But I know a lot of the, a lot of the public has a lot of questions like, well, is that even doable? Because I have a job, you know, and I don't, I, I don't know if they have the resources. And um, Kirk Cameron, he actually went on Fox News to talk about that. You, I saw your comments about why is the media ignoring this film? 
literally Fox was like the only one who covered this film. They had Kirk Cameron on talking about millions of people taking their kids to homeschooling. Um, you know, I think when schools shut down in the pandemic, a lot of parents realized they liked having their kids at home for school and maybe they could make this a permanent thing. And perhaps that was one positive that came of it. But, you know, he talks about all the resources that are there. So I have to give Fox credit for not censoring homeschooling, at least. But there's a lot of other important topics that Fox censors like crazy, which is why I left them. But anyways, he says it's it's a lot more affordable than you think it is. He said there's a lot more help and hope than you could ever imagine through co-ops and networks and conferences and, and support from local churches and other families. Oh yeah. It's, it's way more affordable than, you know, private school homeschooling. I mean, I, I don't come from money and my, my parents could afford it. So yeah. Where'd you go to school? I'm a product of the public school. System. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Came out. Okay. Yeah. See, there's hope if you leave your kids in public school. There is hope, but again, that comes from, you know, the parents. Uh, oh, yeah. Still being active in their children's lives, not just saying, hey, you'll get on the bus mm-hmm. and sending them off to, you know, daycare, so to speak, and then coming back and then just say, all right, here, go to your room until you know, dinner's ready, go play video games. And, you know, a lot of parents nowadays, they don't even talk or speak to their kids for more mm-hmm. than, what, maybe 20, 30 minutes a day? Yeah. And, you know, you have the whole issue of broken homes and, you know. Yeah. Either side of the uh, parental unit breaking off and just running away, then, you know, I get it. Uh, people come from different backgrounds, different walks of life. You know, homeschooling may be not be an option to a single mom who's working three jobs. But then again, you've got to kind of look, take it back and look at what you're teaching them at home and that you're you know, spending time with them in order to actually teach these kids morals. Yeah, that's so true. You know, growing up in the 90s, it was. You know, Better get outside. Don't come back until the streetlights are on. Make friends. And you do what I say or it's not going to be a fun evening for you. (laughs) Oh, is that how you grew up? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) This is Texas. Oh, and someone said that you did your research and that's why you knew to send me homeschooling and election anomaly content. Um, Is that true? Because you told me that you did not know anything about my background. I didn't know anything about you or your background until probably two to three weeks in. Or probably two, probably about about two weeks, three weeks after that first day. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was was quite confident. You had no clue that I, it was a journalist who left the mainstream media and what I did for a living. Right. And then I saw what had happened and, you know. You, you figured it out three weeks in? I, yeah, I started cracking up laughing, but deep down inside, I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. This girl has definitely, you know, got some got some oomph behind her. And I mean, you know, I just thought it was awesome. I was like, whether this works out or not, you know, still going to be a good friend. But yeah, it was it was insane. Oh, so then you figured we'd just be friends. No, no. Okay, so asking if you're Astros or Rangers fan. Come on, guys. Houston. <laughs> Astros all the way. Astros all the way. World Series cheaters. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. I, I'm sorry. I've played baseball 15 years of my life. Even at T-ball, like all the way up through what we'd call peewees. And, you know, your kids are starting to learn to throw the ball without, you know, not hitting off machines. You've yeah. always been taught, look at the third base coach. 
I mean, yeah. You're telling nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds, look at the third base coach. Do you recognize a symbol or a signal that he's throwing down? And, you know, you're up to bat and you see a fastball coming down the pipe. Tell the rest of the team, hey, I saw the coach grab his earlobe, touch his hat, and then he touched his left elbow, and here comes the uh, curveball. So and, if you advance that technology with, like, cameras and microphones and everything, that's still okay. I wouldn't say it's okay. It takes away the challenge. However, the only person that were, or sorry, the only person that came out in defense of the Astros was actually a gentleman who had, I think, retired that year, or that was his last season. The next mm-hmm. upcoming season of eighteen was his last season. The third base coach for the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, a franchise that he has defended the Astros. Yeah, a franchise well, that has no Red Sox got in trouble too for cheating. Who was this? As I as I recall, yeah. But, you know, gentleman came out as a third base coach, says, I can go to any stadium in the MLB and tell you exactly where that camera is that is pointing at me. He said, I know where every camera and every stadium is that's pointing directly at me the entire time. He said, it's not, wow. that, it's not that they're the only ones that do it, but. And, yeah, and he would know. This is what I'm bringing up. MLB reveals Red Sox cheating scandal, tainting yet another championship team. Um, so the word is that they all do it. They all cheat. So, right. The whole thing about buzzers, banging trash cans, this, that, and the other, I'm sorry, but you have a 95 mile hour ball, like at average coming at you, you have what point, I think the brain has like 0.1 to plus seconds to make the decision. A buzzer is not going to give you enough time to say, Hey, I'm swinging at this pitch. Yeah. It takes, I mean, a lot of brain power to cheat. You know, in that you you have a split second to cheat, right? Mm-hmm. And even yeah. if even if they, you know, okay, hey, we just saw the signal. Here comes the fastball. Buzzer goes off. I mean, I'm honestly me have you know being a player for those many years. I'm not listening to it. I'm going with my instinct. I'm looking at the rotation of the ball. I'm looking at the pitcher where he's delivering it. There's a lot of different things. So it was just more of a uh, you know smear campaign. Anybody wants to debate me on this, just don't. There's a a championship ring there. That's all that matters. Rob, you're getting some love. You've gotten a lot of you've gotten a lot of hate from my viewers, but you also got some love here. A good Texas boy. Yeah, Rob even has the Texas accent and everything. That's okay. I mean, y'all can hate on me if you want to. Oh, they're calling you a liar. They're calling you a liar. Yeah, you can hate on me if you want to. That's fine. But I'll just find out where you live and go put a Biden Harris (laughs) uh, sign in your yard. Biden sticker. Okay, so are you a uh, soccer fan at all, Rob? Um, I'm very familiar with it. I used to go to quite a few Dynamo games. Uh, A friend of mine, Brock, I think, is watching. And we used to go to quite a few Dynamo games. And, you know, it's old after a while when it's 110 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how about this news in the soccer world? Single football fans could face seven years in jail for having sex during the Qatar World Cup. <clears throat> There's a sex ban at the next World Cup, you guys, coming up this winter. How do you feel about that? Because it's Qatar. We're talking the Middle East. You can't be having sex when you're in the Middle East, okay? I mean, are they talking about yeah, intermingling, I guess, with other teams, coaching staffs. And- Married sex only. Yeah. That's the Qatar law. It's literally law. Oh, yeah, true. It's true. law in Qatar. Is If if you commit adultery, mm-hmm. you're done for. Seven years in prison. 
I mean, look what they just did. Uh, I believe it was the the Winter Games or the uh, the Beijing Games. They had what cardboard beds with a mat on them <laughs> to try and stop people from, I guess, rocking the beds a little too much. <gasps> what? Yeah, they were they the beds. Wait, Beijing is against sex too? Uh, it was it was one of the recent uh, Olympic Games because uh, you know it's come out that all these Olympians will get on Tinder, pay for their subscription, and they'll just mingle and hook up. So it was one of the recent. Uh, Olympic games and they had literally built a lot of the nightstands and beds and bed frames out of cardboard to where if they were subjected to any strenuous movement, they were meant to collapse or break. What? Yeah. Well, you know, these athletes are slutty to be honest, professional athletes, you know, the soccer players are going to risk a seven year sentence. We'll see what happens. We shall see. I think that's so nuts. I mean, to have this big in international event, like first, you know, the Olympics in China, when you're dealing with a communist country that has concentration camps yeah. and you're sending your innocent athletes there, that was high risk. Now they're doing this in Qatar where people don't abide by the anti-adultery loss and so you know we'll see what happens high risk but people came out of china okay so be interesting to see what we do here in uh believe what 2028 or 26 um oh that's right it's coming to houston next right yeah i will not be on the roads then (laughs) you'll probably be at the game right Ooh, i don't know about that I'd like to you're, go. You're not. You're not going to World Cup in Houston. Well, it just depends on who's playing, how the uh, matches get drawn, and everything. Yeah, we're we're not big. You know, we don't do football. We do football in Russian, in America. Russian first. Well, Spanish football word. is soccer. Right. Football is football. And we're Americans. We go to football games, not soccer. You know right. what I'm saying? Even if our teams are absolutely horrible. <laughs> Well, our teams, the team that plays here. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is, you know, Texans are in rough shape. Okay, guys. I know we got a lot of views in regards to the cows. Um, I covered the cattle deaths and we touched on the fact that there is now, um, um, gene editing of cattle going on. Um, the government FDA just gave thumbs up to say, yes, gene editing is good to defend against climate change. We need to gene edit these cattle. Apparently Ben and Jerry's ice cream is on board. Ben and Jerry's wants to figure out, you know, the, the cows that create the milk that creates the ice cream that you enjoy. Ben and Jerry's feels guilty about those cows because they, pass gas they have flatulence and they need to figure out how to get rid of that so that you can still enjoy your ice cream without being a cause of climate change so new york post newyorkpost.com reports quote how ben and jerry's plans on getting their cows to stop farting and burping ben and jerry's wants its cows to stop belching and releasing other gases in order to save the environment. The Vermont-based ice cream maker said that it plans on changing the bovine diet 
on 15 of its farms in order to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Quote, since dairy ingredients are responsible for more than 50% of our greenhouse emissions, this is a big deal, the company said in a statement on its website. According to Ben & Jerry's, cow burps are responsible for releasing a tremendous amount of methane into the atmosphere, thus accelerating climate change. The company wants to suppress the burps by feeding the animals a cow-tested, cow-approved meal plan, which includes a high-quality forage diet and innovative feed additives that reduce the generation of methane as cows digest their food. Ben & Jerry's also wants to reduce emissions by applying methane reduction technology um, to the approximately 80 pounds of manure that cows produce on a daily basis. Okay, so they these they're actually going to treat the manure. How long are they? I, I I don't buy it because these are capitalists. They're trying to protect their bottom line. When they're you know it takes a certain amount of money to create ice cream, and then they need to sell it for a higher price in order to make a profit. Now, if you're putting all kinds of money into treating the cow's manure after you milk the cow, and then you have to process the cow's milk into ice cream. That's going to be an added expense in in the mix of all this inflation we're already dealing with. How expensive is Ben & Jerry's going to be? You know, for them to make a profit while doing this high-dollar treatment of your manure, I don't think, you know, they're going to have to charge a lot of money for ice cream, and so people are going to stop buying it. So I just don't see this being long-term. They're, they're, they're going to attempt it get a good headline. Oh, Ben and Jerry's cares about the environment. And then they'll stop doing it. What's I, your take? <laughs> I can almost just see the pints of ice cream coming out and the marketing schemes that they're going to use it and just like putting poop all over the outsides of these <laughs> ice creams or, you know, maybe renaming some of these flavors to, you know, poop related flavors. That'd be hilarious. But why is it when something like this comes out, the first thing that I think of is, the people that are coming up with these crazy ideas, you know, I mean, this go, this almost even gets as far into, uh, you know, that shoulder thing that they do with the sharp point. You know, let's go ahead. You say, say cow. Approved. Oh, you're talking about the stick in the arm, yeah. the needle. You're talking. You're, you're saying cow approved. Okay, okay, we have cows. Cows will pretty much eat anything that is grass related, grain related. I mean, they're Rob's they're got cows on his ranch, and uh, they're doing okay in that heat. That text, well, they got a shade tree, though. Well. Um, update on that. You know, by the way, you know, we talked about those dead cattle. And by the way, Stephen Crowder threw me some shade. I was going to shout out Stephen Crowder's shade, and I didn't have time this week. But, you know, one of my viewers tipped me off that Stephen Crowder was throwing shade at me on his YouTube. And I was like, okay, Stephen, uh, he plays this clip of me talking about the cattle that died in, in Southwest Kansas. And he's like, not all of what she said was true now. And I was like, oh, really? Because I freaking cited my sources like a freaking journalist that I am. And he never said what what was not true about what I said, but he threw some shade. <laughs> Nevertheless, update on that. By the way, um, the word is from uh, the, the local news there in Kansas that um, heat stress accounts for $370 million in losses yearly for the beef cattle industry. So, you know, the beef cattle industry does suffer 
you know, they lose cows to heat every year, apparently. Um, so, you know, this could be all natural, but I'm just saying that I think that something else is going on. A lot of people think that something else. When you look at the temperatures, I, I broke down the temperatures, the annual temperatures, government-recorded temperatures every year in southwest Kansas in that exact area. And they go into the triple digits every year, sometimes deep into the triple digits, 112 degrees back in 2012. We talked about all this. And so why, you know, how many thousands of cattle died in 2012 when it hit 112 degrees? You know, why are we seeing thousands of cattle dead now? Something else might be happening. Is it that the cattle are newly gene edited? That might be a stretch, but gene editing is a new thing. Or is it their feed? The feed. It could be the feed. These cows are being fed garbage. And then that way when you eat their meat, you're eating garbage. And now you're going to be eating gene-edited meat. How, how, what's, how's that going to affect the meat of your body? <laughs> you know, so many questions. But I, I just threw all the questions out there and said, you guys decide. And then Stephen threw me shade. Okay, Stephen, I see how it is. Rob didn't even know who Steve, Steven Crowder is. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, um, cow deaths. Rob's cows are doing just fine. Now, I wanted to talk to you, <laughs> Rob, about... I have a story. Uh, research out of the United oh, Kingdom. <laughs> Let me bring this article up. <clears throat> There's a new study, quote, straight men in bromances kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. Um, is that true, Rob? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, so when you were messing with me a few weeks ago and showed me this, obviously my reaction was just absolutely not. No chance, no chance whatsoever. Sent it to a few of my friends. Of course, they made a couple of jokes about it, but no, I mean, this is the absolute most outlandish thing I've ever read in my entire life. So it's an actual study. Uh, Metro.co.uk uh, uh, published it, but it was a small scale study. I mean, I think it was a few dozen men that they studied. Um, they must have hand selected uh, men who were in the closet because this is hard to believe. Uh, Straight men in bromances kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. A picture here, look at these socks. Like that's no, oh, the oh, socks yeah. give it away that this he's is, in the closet. This is the socks and the pants. It's... Oh, yeah, uh, when when you're straight, that means you like kissing the opposite sex. So this doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, anyways, it says one of the benefits of being in a bromance was the ability to have cuddle with friends. <laughs> Under undergraduate students who took part in a study on male friendship have said. <laughs> so these are all college men that they, they studied. It says, according to research published in Sex Roles, a journal of research, there's a strong desire to cuddle and hug between romantic friends while kissing is just another way of showing affection. All right. I can see straight guys hugging... Yeah, you always get you know like the, you know the grab single hand. Oh, it has to be. Hug. Oh, it's yeah, got to be a back it's, it's like slap. A, it's like a good game slap on the baseball field. You know, 
You, you, there's a certain way to do it. You're not going to sit there and embrace somebody for a good second or two. Oh I mean, you're pushing, you're pushing a you know very, very, very definite, defined line there. Oh my gosh! There's no gray area. So yeah, so you guys don't even cuddle then? No, no. I mean, it could be at Mount Everest. Sorry, guys, love y'all. Yeah, but we're all going out together in this. We're not cuddling up like for warmth. Yeah. Oh, even <laughs> if you were dying of cold, you would not cuddle with another man. <laughs> and I mean, who's to say you said this was college age? Yes. What if everybody is just too afraid to offend whoever's doing the study? And it's a bunch of straight dudes that, that like disagree with this totally. But they're like, well, I'm going to be labeled as a racist bigot if I disagree with this study. <laughs> so, of true. course, I'm going to have to say, oh, yeah, I, I cuddle with my boys. It's nothing wrong with that. But. No, no, maybe they themselves <laughs> don't do that, but you know they're not going to condemn somebody else for that. You know, my bad for the other team. Knowing the PC culture of the United Kingdom, I wouldn't put it past them. That's probably a valid point. Uh, it says one of the students involved told the author, "You can lie in bed with your bromance, have a cuddle, and just talk." While another said he understood it as having a cuddle buddy. Mm. Ah! A third thought. Uh, a third student thought that cuddling, hugging, and sex jokes were a core part of a romantic friendship. Well, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, straight guys definitely make sex jokes. Oh well, yeah, there's lots of sex jokes, and you know, I mean, see, there's the that's kind of the bro okay, hug right what there. What the? Okay, that's the bro hug. That's kind of the bro. Is hug, this the bro a, kiss? There's no such thing. Oh, my word. A bromance has been defined as an emotionally intense bond between straight men. In its conclusion, the author wrote, they spoke about their desire to cuddle and hug with their romantic friends. Bromantic. In all, 29 of the 30 men who took part said that they cuddled with their romantic partner. Exactly. They only studied 30 men, and I swear they hand-selected these people. Yeah, I mean... They had to. What are the odds that 29 of 30 guys cuddle with, they, they call themselves straight, yet they cuddle with the same sex? <laughs> yeah. um, no. So you get like a bro hug. You know, of course, there's going to be inappropriate jokes when you're out with boys. But outside of that, you know, not happening. Now, they talk about an emotionally strong connection between men. Now, I will say that in in friendships, yes, there can be an emotionally strong connection. It's called brotherly love. When it's, when it's like platonic, you know, two straight guys, it's called brotherly love. David and Jonathan had that in the Bible. Remember? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. <laughs> So David and Jonathan loved each other in the Bible. Um, I mean, go back to First Samuel. Great book. I read through it while, while I was dealing with Fox. I felt like Jonathan, or I felt like David dealing with King Saul when I was dealing with Fox. And so to like find some comfort, I read through First Samuel into Second Samuel. Except by by Second Samuel, David becomes this cocky king who's like running around naked in parades, and I was like, okay, let me. Just, when he was dealing with Saul, like that helped me. But anyway, he he befriended the king's son Jonathan. 
they became best friends, like just brothers. And like they would die for each other. And at that point, Saul was trying to kill David. So David had to go on the run. David was such a fearsome warrior because he, he had such resolve. Like he just knew like, dude, I'm a child of God and therefore I will win every battle. So he went out there with such confidence in every battle that he would just slaughter the Philistines. So the women of Israel started to like worship David. Like he's this young 20 something dude, handsome, the Bible says. And these women just started to be like, Oh my gosh, David. And so they were writing these songs about him with these women wrote songs. And the song went, King Saul kills his thousands. David kills his ten thousands. And the women are singing this song and the king got furious. He got so freaking jealous that he decided he wanted to kill David. And so David had to go on the run. And Jonathan's like, oh, crap, my dad is trying to kill my best friend. And so they have this whole thing in the um, field where they had they say their goodbyes and David went on the run. But anyway, the whole story is just be- it's this beautiful brotherly love where it you know, they had to say their goodbyes. They might not ever see each other again. Actually, I don't know if they did see each other again because Jonathan ended up getting killed in battle. It's crazy. They should make a movie about the story of David. It's such a freaking movie in the Bible. Um, But anyway, so just that friendship was clearly an emotional bond and they were straight men for all we know. Right. Um, and then David went on to marry Jonathan's sister. I think her name, her name was Michael. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a manly name. But, yeah, so. I mean, there's always that, you know, your best buds, your guys, your dudes, whatever you want to call it. You've got that brotherly love, whether they're brothers or not. But you are not kissing and cuddling. <laughs> I don't think there was nothing in the Bible about David You're and Jonathan. watching college football, baseball, going fishing, <laughs> floating a river, hanging out at the lake. You're doing those kind of things. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you know, hey, hey, so-and-so, man, uh, feeling kind of blue. You want to come over and have a cuddle? Like, <laughs> I'm feeling blue. No. Let's cuddle. <laughs> oh, we got a super chat. Thanks for the super chat. How do I bring it up? Hold on, I'm fig- figuring out this system. I, I need to hire a producer or something. Here we go. <laughs> Today's men are suffering a major crisis of masculinity and lowered testosterone levels. Kissing, cuddling is not normal male behavior. Keep up the good work, Ivory. Thanks, Stevie. I appreciate the super chat. Wait, does the A mean those are Australian dollars? With inflation. I don't know if that's a good <laughs> or bad thing. <laughs> Thanks for the support. No, I agree. You know, there's so many things that are lowering male testosterone. Apparently, I was reading a study that one of the top things is actually weight gain. Like if you gain weight, your testosterone goes way down. No, that's your sperm count. I got it confused. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much (laughs) for... All the comments, my gosh. No, we're not anti-gay, you guys. Yeah, no, I've 
quite a few friends that are gay. I'm just saying for straight men, it's not a big point for, you know, Hey man, come over and have a cuddle. It's Hey man, uh, watching this game or I'm cooking some steaks. You want to come over and have a beer and then you know, drop the, Hey, uh, you know, something's not right with this relationship or whatever is going on. Or you just do it to hang out and have fun. So, yeah, I, I just, I wonder how the, how it works and, when I mean, a gay guy tries to seduce a dude and figure out if he's gay too. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can tell right off the bat as far as mannerisms and dress. And a guy, a, a straight guy I know said that he was at a bar and the gay guy sat next to him and like played footsie, like wrapped his little leg around or you know his little ankle around his ankle and he was like (laughs) about to punch him (laughs) but anyway you never know anyway it has been a whole hour already it's flown by guys drop your comments about roe v wade um slash abortion issues i know everyone's really opinionated about it the word is that there's going to be possibly big um, protests tonight into, you know, once darkness falls and some leftists on TikTok are saying this is going to be another summer of protests because of Roe v. Wade. But the main thing that they're saying is we're going to the ballot box. Okay. We're going to get revenge in November. And I'm just wondering, is this a setup? I, I don't know. Like I know that a lot of Americans have, have been so disgusted by leftist leadership this past year or two that America has never been more ready to vote red. Now with this, there's going to be an activated pro abortion group. And is that going to be used? We, we already know these freaking machines that I'm not allowed to talk about on YouTube are corrupted there's a million things you can do with the votes if you want to, to screw everything up. I, and I'm not going to go into detail because we're on YouTube, but is, you know, every, every year, I just feel like the technology is being understood by people who wish to do harm to elections more and more. And so we can't trust it. Obviously these problems with the machines are not being fixed. So are they going to use Roe v. Wade? Oh, everyone was so heated about Roe v. Wade. That's why the Democrats won again. I'm just wondering if that's how it's going to play out. Oh, my bad. Democrats won again. I know everyone hates uh, Joe Biden, but somehow the Democrats won again. Must have been uh, the Roe v. Wade issue when it was the freaking manipulation of these freaking machines the whole time. I'm just I'm wondering that's, if that's how it's going to go. And who's to say that they're not just going to you know, hey, we got caught once. Nobody did anything. Might as well just manipulate it again. And th- that's the thing. They didn't even get caught in 2020. Like, we've seen the crooked evidence. And look up the ES&S machines, because we've talked a lot about the machines that start with a D that I'm not supposed to talk about on YouTube. But ES&S is the most used mach- machine company in America when it comes to casting your ballot. And those machines are also manipulatable. Okay. I, to my knowledge, I am the only reporter who has exposed 
the corruption of those machines. I had to report it on my website, ivoryhacker.com, because I couldn't put it here on YouTube. But I know OAN picked it up. Dan Ball had me on his show. Um, they care about elections. Does anyone else? Fox doesn't. NBC, CBS, uh, CNN, blah, 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 blah. None of those guys do. So the news outlets are in bed with these corrupt government officials, and I'm just like, dude, is anything going to change with these elections? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Uh, now we've, now we've gone over, and we got another super chat. Thanks so much for November. Ivory, watch the Bible History Channel. I will have to do that. You know, I honestly, I was raised on the Bible. I love the Bible. You know, I, I love history. Period. I actually read incredible stories of the Buddha too. Now I'm going to trigger Christians, but I love history. And by the way, the Buddha reminds me a lot of Jesus. I love the Bible. I read it a lot and, um, I'll have to check that out on history channel. Thank you. Um, with that being said, I guess Rob and I won't have to break up cause we kind of see similar in regards to abortion. Sorry guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Figure out some other plan to break up. Just kidding. Um, thanks so much, guys. I'm glad you tuned in to uh, to meet my new boyfriend. We've been dating for like two and a half months. Yeah. See you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com.